Okay, so I'm just responding to a client here, and I thought I'd do it on this app uh, because it's the quickest way for me to do it because I've got a day of serving folk, and they're all sitting in the room, actually, so they're listening in as we, as we talk. So I'm going to remove the names to protect the innocent, but this will be helpful for them and for others. So a client attended an appraisal and didn't quite go well enough because she's pretty early in her positioning tools where we install weapons to make them positioned in the mind of the consumer as different and separate from every other, um, you know, in this case, real estate agent. We're trying to differentiate ourselves. So we went through the sales method, and when it came to the fee, the client, uh, it says they were happy and agreed until it came to the fee itself. Well, I wouldn't say they were happy. is that they understood and they just went through the process until it came to the fee itself, they couldn't understand why it was so high effectively. Um, they wanted to achieve a price and feel that at the high amount we were charging, that they were charging, 3.3% uh, it should have included advertising, and they got a bit agitated saying when, when we wouldn't uh, negotiate our fee. Um, explained a little bit to the best of our ability, and here was the first problem. Um, he still wanted to know why he was paying so much when he could use other methods, for example, purple bricks, the discounter, um, the DIY hybrid, because remember, uh, to achieve the same result. So let's go through some of these things um, first, uh, step by step. So first off, the thing, the, for the first big point I would make is you're never going to win them all. There will, no matter what we end up doing and implementing and getting done, you will always have someone like this one out of ten times. So that's understood. Um, the he became agitated at this stage when you wouldn't negotiate your fee. Therein lies the first thing, is you need to um, understand what he, why he's asking what he's asking, because clearly he doesn't understand that all agents are not created equal. Because when he says, why he's paying so much for this when he could use purple bricks to achieve the same result, therein lies the issue. If he is left after your listing presentation thinking that purple bricks could achieve the same result as you, then you shouldn't be at the close anyway. If you've left him at the point where he thinks that that is going to get him the same result, let me say that again, you shouldn't have been closing because you didn't do enough trial closes along the way to ascertain that he understood what value you are asking. Now, I know that we haven't, you know, it's early in our coaching relationship, so we haven't yet, because it takes a year odd to get the tools implemented, the positioning tools, the position you as an expert in your area, we haven't got all of those installed yet. So they would have all been helpful. But the main thing here is, as you're going along your listing presentation, you didn't get agreements along the way with him saying, yep, yep, makes sense, yep, yep. They need to have said yes. 20 times throughout that half an hour by you saying, um, you know, as you're listening to this, I'd say to you, so, you know, so far that makes sense, doesn't it? That, that you know, um, I'm just trying to think of something, even during this conversation, that if we were face-to-face -face and you said, you know, that you attended a, a, you know, a sales presentation today and obviously you did not sell yourself well enough as the client wanted to know what the sales fee included, I would say, okay, so you went to an appraisal today. Just let me know. Was it in your area or was it near your area? And you would have said the word yes. Well, that's one yes. Doesn't matter that that may be unrelated to the outcome. You want them to have a momentum of saying yes. So um, I'm going to give you some resources that will be helpful in getting that momentum of yeses going. 
Because l- let me just give you the pr- a principle that's really, really valuable, is that if you ask someone a question to which there's a positive response, uh, let me ask you this. I've got Jen here. Jen, um, uh, let me ask you this. Do you like... You mentioned before that you're about to get dressed for a photo shoot. So do you like nice shoes? Yes, I do. Yeah, cool. And do you like getting a good deal on stuff? Yes, I do. Yeah. So if I could show you a way to get the exact shoes that you were going to pay full price for, but get the same shoes, not knockoffs, these same shoes, but for about a half the price, thereabouts, it'd be worth having the conversation, yeah? Absolutely. See, if A is true, does Jen like shoes? If B is true, Jen likes getting a, full, a good deal... Then C, the concluding question based on A and B, must she, it would be silly for her to say, yeah, I like shoes, yeah, I like getting a good deal, but you can get me a good deal on shoes. Nah, let me think about it. That would be incongruent to say. So now there's some argument in hypnosis circles, in NLP circles or whatever that says, if you get all those yeses, the yeses don't have to be related to the concluding question. Encyclopedia Britannica had a series of closing questions that would have a person uninterested in encyclopedias buying thousands of dollars for a set of encyclopedias because they would ask all these questions, many unrelated, that forced a yes. Like, do you live here? The person's at the door. Of course they're going to say yes. And they would have 20 to 30 yeses. And then what they said is, if someone said yes to all 20 to 30... Three quarters of the time or whatever the percentage is, they knew how many people were going to buy encyclopedias. It was a massively successful presentation that went for decades uh, unaltered because of this, you know, supposedly this theory, this thinking, this yes, 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 goes back to Socrates, right? It's not, I didn't invent it. Tony Robbins didn't invent it. And Dale Carnegie in How to Win Friends and Influence People back in Ye Olde Worldy, this principle was mentioned. He didn't invent it. Supposedly, it goes back to uh, Socrates way back, way back when. So that's certainly one of the things you shouldn't be closing unless you... It's like a good lawyer. You don't ask a question unless you know the answer, and you definitely didn't know the answer if his result was you're the same as Purple Bricks. Um, I asked him what he felt the real estate agent did to achieve a sale. And and, and here's the... Yeah, so herein lies the, the... what a real estate agent does to achieve a sale. And he responded, throw an ad on the internet, attend an open home, not much. See, you shouldn't have been asking for the business yet because you certainly shouldn't have been. If that is how he felt, either A, you shouldn't have been closing yet because he didn't know your value, or B, you should have said yes to any counter offer he made because you didn't make your case. It would be like me coming to a new client who's never heard of me, trying to ask for my $60,000 fee, them saying, dude, what's the difference between you and Tom Panos at 500 bucks a month? If I haven't established what the difference is, I would say, you know what, you're right, pay me six grand, but I'll tell you what, if I'm better than that at the end of the year, I'll ask for a contingency fee that if I end up getting you 10 listings that you can put down to my services, thus earning you 100 grand, then how about you make that six grand plus a 20 grand kicker? Would that be fair enough? So if I haven't established my value, the only recourse I've got is to agree with that person's counter offer and then say, but if at the end of this you feel that I've over-delivered, would it be okay to do the fair thing and remunerate me accordingly? Only if, in your opinion, I've done it well enough. So that would be, um, that would be my only two pieces of advice. So let's go through this in far more detail when we catch up. Um, and certainly, 
cut yourself some slack that know that what you've just gone through, you know, is, it's never happened to you before. You've never had your value questioned before. That means you're awesome at building rapport and building relationships with consumers. Because what you've just described here, if this is happening with this one fellow, then that means you don't have a proven system with which to close full fee. So what that means is you're a genius every other time. It's not that you've failed here. It's just that you've used the sheer weight of your likability to get people to pay an extraordinary amount of money historically with no justification for you charging it other than the fact that they freaking like you. So if therein lies the case, don't beat yourself up about this. Pat yourself on the back for being a freaking champion human being. But I don't want you to have to rely on your likability to close high fees. I want you to be likable and be able to logically justify why they should be remunerating you well. So let's work on that way more and certainly cut yourself some slack. Um, you're going to see them at 9.30 this morning. You know what? If you're saying you're going to see them at 9.30 this morning, you want to close it, ask them what's a fair deal and whatever. If he says, you know, 3.3% and include the advertising, say yes. Get a six-month agreement so you can definitely get this thing sold but say yes to whatever he counter offers. You don't have time to learn a new sales process. You don't have time to create the, the, the book and the positioning tools and all of the other weaponry that will celebritize you in his mind. That ship has sailed. That's a longer term strategy for next time, for later, for the future, for a year from now. For now, just go and get his counter offer, say yes to it. If you can get a contingency fee, like saying, okay, if you want 3.3% including advertising, great, but how about if at the end of this you deem that I have gotten extra money from the buyers that you may or may not have got, but if you deem that I've earned it, how about you uh, throw that into the agreement that, um, that if, and only if, I end up over-delivering for you on what you think. If you can see that I do more than throw an ad on the internet, attend an open home and not much more. If you can see that I've over-delivered on your expectations, perhaps then you could see fit to having my full fee here but knowing that I'll agree to, um, to your counter-proposal just because I want to help you out. I don't want to see you listed with any of those other agents, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, food for thought. I hope that makes some sense. I know it's only a 10-minute answer, but it is certainly, you know, cut yourself some slack. You know, there is a learning curve. It's okay. Get it closed at whatever you need to. Um, and, uh, yeah, you've just said you need to kind of work on your wording, your scripts, your dialogues. Absolutely. And um, let's work on that. But for now, cut yourself some slack and no being upset at yourself. You know, celebrate that you've done well historically. All right. We're still a work in progress here, so we'll get you there. All right, I'll talk to you soon. See ya.